The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Buckets. Mm-hmm. That's the name of my vote. Buckets. 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 What we get. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Buckets. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Everybody who watches his show on a regular basis knows my love of the stretch four. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to town. Let's see if y'all don't know. <laughs> Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pin and roll, Melissa with the give and go. This Shelly, you, hoodie girl, ducking in the hole. Check the scoreboard, this what we fall for. Keep the gameplay, they want an encore. Yeah, over time for another round. It's buckets after buckets, baby. You're out of town. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. Woo! We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. 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 I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Buckets. I am Matt. He is Vish. Vish, I got my honorary hoodie on. Someone had to do it. Melissa is in here, so had to uh, represent. I, I know, but what was the Reese's? I mean, I guess it's orange. That yeah, it's, it, that's why it was. It was orange. I, so I quickly just wanted to grab something, you know. Uh, yeah, someone has to hold up the hoodie end of the uh, of the shirt. Yeah, exactly. Shout out Reese's, best candy bar. Ooh, that that might be an off season topic. Yeah, that's an off season <laughs> topic. Topic we can. I mean, we could use later. a little little filler now, but we can't do that without vanilla. Syrup. Well, I mean, we had a very uh, competitive game. <laughs> yeah, you know, coming uh, out the tunnel, warm ups looked very competitive. Shout out to Dan Barry. Oh, yeah. Always, always. Man, I feel like you must have notifications on because our man doesn't miss. Thanks, oh, man, for, uh, for tuning in, even on a uh, what the British would call a damp squid of a, of a post game show. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I gotta say though, too, before we get into the game, I don't know if I don't know what was worse, like the loss for LIU or those jerseys. 
those jerseys are like i'm not a fan man they look like when you play like did you ever play like ncaa football with the video game yeah the video game yeah, back in the day yeah so you know how they had like fake fcs schools you would play like when you play in the game like if you played it during the season they weren't like real fcs schools it looked like their logo in the colorway looks like one of those like fake fcs schools <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, hopefully, you know, they're as you can see, they're putting the money on the court, not into the uniforms, and that's why it shows up in the product. I mean, I mean, they got Rod Strickland though. It, they I do think have Rod Strickland here, so that's and, that's a big thing. And his that's son, gonna, and his son, his son was banging threes. That he he had a few of them. Yep. Um, shout out to Bell, always uh, Bell. always representing. Yeah. Yeah. So the only the only drama was when. They open field tackled Wooga and it wasn't a foul call and he kind of banged his yeah. knee up a little bit. Yeah, that was that was Bri- what's up, Bryce? Bryce? In the chat, Bryce in the Shout chat out Bryce. Well. Shout out to Bryce, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, that was really bad. I think did his did their knees hit each other too? Because he like Wooga was looking well, down at his knee. No, he, he massaged it for a bit, kind of limped down, limped back <laughs> up, drove to three from like the logo. And then we called timeout and he limped off the court, but then he was playing when they came back from the timeout. So I don't we called timeout because of his knee. The trainer came out and looked at it. But yeah, it must have. I mean, obviously it was fine because he played the rest of the game. And, and yeah, no if he wasn't fine, he wouldn't have played. Yeah, yeah he wouldn't have gone back game. in. Like, so, yeah. but but yeah, no, that was that was that was and that that was the uh, dramatic part of the game. Other than that, it was a uh, it was smooth sailing. So with that that in mind, I believe what was it was ninety seven forty nine. Ninety seven forty nine was the final, but I feel like how long did it take them to score? It was twenty one to nothing. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I just pulled up the play by play. It was twenty-one to nothing, and the game was over. Well, so. the thing I like too, because that we, I mean, I feel like we would rarely, rarely see is that um, our defense kept up with the intensity. Okay, so I got to preface this with I didn't, I wasn't as engaged with the game with like fifteen minutes left, but from what I watched, the defense was engaged for the most part, at least when the starters were in. I don't know how. That shifted in the second half. Maybe you're you have more insight on that, Vish. But I mean, there was a little bit of know, a, a lull at the beginning of the second half, and that's when Coach. Yeah, that's true. But for for the most part, I think that there was a consistent, you know, stay aggressive on ball screens. You know, don't necessarily give up. You know, really easy looks, good perimeter defense. You know, they put up some tough jump shots um, and whatnot. Do how many offensive rebounds did they have? Ten. I mean, the only thing you have to take into account is, you know, they LA, LA you had 10. They, they shot LA. like, yeah, when you shoot poorly, you're going to have more offensive rebounds. Yeah, they too, missed, right? they missed so, 40, 43 shots. So yeah, so more opportunities. Um, that's why you have to look more at offensive rebound percentage. Um, I don't have that in front of me, though. But Keyshawn George gaining conf, I think he's always had it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I think he gained confidence. It's paying <laughs> off. I don't think he can get – well, a couple of questions here. Do you know I, – I didn't recall this moment. Was there a – Yeah, it was in the first half. I can't remember if it was a timeout or if it was like a media um, thing. But he – yeah, he was upset. I think it was a defensive rotation. I'm not sure, though. I can't 100% remember. But he was laying into one. So – but, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, no, he had, a, he had a really good game. But, yeah, the confidence – he's. Stepped in there in the first game and since has just been chucking it up at the basket. The confidence is there. Yeah, it is. I mean, so he, he, 
mean, look, the game was like we said, it was twenty-one nothing. Game was over basically after. Yeah. Minutes, but like, who? So mention Keyshawn. You can certainly elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah. No, I think Keyshawn had a good game. Um, you know, I think you see the versatility. You know, for his position. Um, obviously he's six eight, but I think he didn't have too many rebounds. But you definitely see like you know, his length affecting, you know, the game in, in a multitude of ways. Uh, I really liked Chris Watson too. I think, you know, he didn't have as many points as Keyshawn, but his drives to the basket, you know, he's kind of showing how, how, how he can get to the basket and transition and whatnot. Um, I think he's been impressive. And then defensively as well, he's been, he's been really good and probably, I mean, our best player off the, off the bench in terms of defense uh, but yeah, no, I mean, this I is think the other game. thing is, is Keyshawn's ball handling. Um, he is like, when we go to somebody's bench line, because we start both of our point guards, you know, <clears throat> this is an extended run of him doing a lot of the ball handling, which is good. Um, yeah. because you know, against Kentucky, we had to deputize him at point guard. The end of the first mm-hmm. half didn't go well. So this is, you know, when, when both Nigel, well, Bensley got those fouls early and then Nigel, eventually has to come out of the game a little bit. And so then mm-hmm. he's the only one left. So getting him at the extended run of ball handling could pay off down the road if we get in another situation like that. Yeah. And I think just like overall, this is something I'll talk about later too, as we get into the next game, but the ball movement too, a lot of unselfishness. Um, but you saw guys, you know, driving to the basket, like Bensley and whatnot, creating for others. You know, you don't have to just drive to the basket with the intention of scoring. Um, you know, he played makes for others. Um, and just like in transition, the, the ball movement has just been, was just, you know, really good. Um, and yeah. I also, I also like that. I mean, we shot 11 for 26 from three, which is 42%, which is okay. Not, not great, not terrible or anything, but um, all, I didn't just really force anything. Like a lot of our misses were, no. You know, shots you'd expect to make, actually. So, I, to your point on the ball movement, there was a did, lot of good. Yeah. Did you hear when when Jack McClain, so Wuga got that block, and, like, Nigel had the ball, and Wuga was standing, like, at the U logo, and there, and he was like, oh, you got to give that up to, to Wuga for the three there. You got to reward No, he actually, he actually said it for the logo three. Yeah, I mean, for the logo three. <laughs> I, I, I love Jack, but, like, there's not a – he, he – uh, sometimes he commentates – if it's behind the line, well, it's a good well, shot. Well, but, but but what I was saying is, yes, definitely. But he commentates as if everyone can shoot like him. <laughs> yes, if Jack McClinton's going to get the logo, get him the rock. Um, maybe Wuka does have rage, but like literally, that's why that's why every shot's a good shot. It's like if I'm slumping, nah, just like when when they were down and and Rod Strickland's son started jacking up threes, he's like, yeah, that's what you got to do. You might as well. You're down 18, just shoot it. And then, then after he made two in a row, Clint says, "You know, if I make two in a row, I gotta miss three, four, and five before I stop shooting." And it's just, it's like, yeah, you would never miss three, four, and five though. So, so not so everyone funny. should play like you do, man. You're one of the best shooters in college basketball history. It's just like, yeah. anyway, it's funny, man. He doesn't. He has not met a shot he does not like. I mean. Um, so it's funny though. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Pull up for that. Take that shot. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I did hear that. The, uh, 
you gotta get you gotta reward him with the logo. Yeah. I was gonna say though, I think um I mean if we're just nitpicking like some negatives, I would say free throw shooting, right? We're like sixty what sixty-three percent. Yeah, I'm less worried about that's... that because of who missed them. The seven yeah, misses the six. Six were Jakai and Casey. Yeah, now, I'm more Jakai or uh, not. Sorry, not Jakai. AJ Casey. Yeah, he he could, could conceivably yeah, be be playing in real minutes and yeah, shoot free throws. I think Norchad missed. Oh, I gotta say too that Norchad three that he took the first three he took. I don't know if you saw it. Was the most in rhythm, like quickest release, like I've seen. You know, he shot that thing with real confidence. Um, so that was that was impressive to see. Yeah, no, he's I, – I think everyone kind of played loose with McCommon this day, which is – Kate just came out to dominate, did that. The game was over early, and then it was like messing around things. But, yeah, AJ Casey, probably the only one you could say did not have a good game. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if he realizes how big he is. We talked about it a little before the show. He had trouble posting up one of the guys on LIU that was literally like 6'2". He had like a 5-inch, five, 6-inch five height advantage. Couldn't back him down in the post. He got swatted on that one play in the first half. Yeah, it almost um, felt like he was more comfortable going against centers last year than he is going against smaller players, which doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And then... I don't know. I think the other thing that people are going to think I'm like a stickler or whatever, but I mean, I think we need him to do well when we're playing against good opponents is uh, Nwoko, man. You got to have that ball up high. Even when he had that made dunk, I don't know if you saw, he kind of caught the ball, brought it all the way down, and then brought it up. That's why Kentucky stripped him like three or four times. Um, Just got to be smarter with the ball, but... Jackson's Jackson's got a got a final. Oh, oh memories. <laughs> Don't uh, miss that. Finance, finance at eight a.m. Then presentation in the afternoon. Well, good luck. Um, I probably know your teachers. Um, <laughs> Dad is uh, well known in the Miami Business School, so keep doing finance. <laughs> anyway, um, I was a finance so, major. He didn't say it was a finance major. He said a finance finance. I know. I'm just saying I was a finance <laughs> major. Well, uh, don't miss we the all made, we, uh, Tell we, you we, what. Yeah, I know. Just the mention of, well, I'm thinking about my last week and a half in college was much less stress. Um, all right. But uh, other than that, like, I didn't actually realize eventually was in foul trouble. He's yeah. No, been, until I looked at it now. Yeah. He's, he's kind of hit a little bit of a rut. I thought, you know, in the first half, obviously didn't say, oh, what a Melissa. Um, she didn't comment on your hoodie. This is crap, man. She, she dropped in. No hoodie comment. I know. A- accounting major in finance and sports admin minor. Oh. There you go. She, she did. She did put it out on my guys, but. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I was going to say the other thing that stuck out too, Wuga had like two drives. This was like the second game where he actually like looked to attack. Um, and it looked easy for him. He didn't look awkward with it. I think he's going to get some more confidence, you know, and if 
he can add that to his game. I mean, literally, he's already unstoppable. But shout out Bryce. Yes, I am a Reese's guy. Yeah, stay tuned for the off-season tangent episode on chocolate, I think, at this point, because yeah, you've thrown, you've thrown the gauntlet in with a... My, my, that is not a jacket, that is a hoodie. <laughs> one of my friends got this for me, because they know I like Reese's, so... Good man. <laughs> there we go, oh, Bryce. Boy, here we go, here we go. Melissa's board's going to have to expand. Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, Reese's, and then we'll have to come up with some other uh, candidates here. Oh man, but um, the AD in a few years. But no, um, one day, man, one day. In terms of anything else sticking out, or yeah, or like, maybe we can transition a little bit to like, what do you think might be like, the opponent was so bad, and like I said, the game it was, you know, we we would get a better workout and probably get better information as inner squad scrimmage than we got from this game. But um, yeah, you know, is there anything you think might be able to carry for? Because we didn't look. I feel like we were too negative after winning a conference game by double digits on. <laughs> Saturday, but you know, we I don't think we came out of that game feeling great. No, because I mean it was good. To, it was good to see the team just jump them and like not have you know, not even yeah. for a second mess around. Because when was the last time like we saw this early in the season that we just absolutely just dist- I mean, I think LIU is probably one of the worst teams in division one basketball, but well, yeah, for sure. Like there was no like yeah, I can't say. I don't want to say like scare, but like there was no moment where you thought, you know what I mean? They even remotely were going to be close in this game at all. When you start out 21-0, like we've never come out and just dominated a game like that in a long time. Well, if it, if it caused you to miss the Kentucky game, then you're very lucky. <laughs> so <laughs> can't stay saying every time we Miami has a game, my high school team does. Well, Dang. you know, it might have come in handy a week ago. Yeah, no, it was it was overripe from the beginning. But I guess is there anything you think here that might carry forward? Like, I, yeah, I, I think. Well, what I want to see for sure carry over is, I mean, I would mention a few things. I mean, Wuga's ability to slash, right? I think that would give us, you know, an added um, item on offense. You know, another lethal lethal thing to have. Um, and then I would say the ball movement because I thought the ball movement was probably the best we've seen in a long, and I can't remember the last game when we moved the ball like this, but, um, and also I would say, I, you know, the bench guys, I don't want to say gaining confidence for Keyshawn, but like realizing, you know, how, how to score in this offense and where to look for his shots. I think that that's getting a lot better. Uh, and then I think Chris Watson is the one, you know, same thing and, you know, gaining confidence as well offensively. We already know what he can do defensively. I think those are the things moving forward because, I mean, someone gets in foul trouble, you know, it's next man up and, you know, we're going to need Keyshawn and Chris Watson and, you know, if it's Nuoko or Casey to to step up and play. So, you know, it's nice to see them having these moments. Yeah, I would, I would throw in, um, and again, this is maybe the worst team we're going to play all year, but I thought Matthew Cleveland was more aggressive and comfortable in this game than I yeah. remember seeing him in the past, just offensively. Had that nice post-up move, um, was attacking the rim a lot. He had three misses, two were in rhythm threes out of the offense that you want him to take. Yeah, so I thought 100%. he played a really good game, but I really liked where his – because he's, he's played big for us this year at times, and he's 
you know, impact the games, but I thought he took a little bit more ownership in this game, which is something I've been wanting to see. So I was, I was happy with that. And then, all right, the elephant in the room is, I mean, we, we've talked about both these players. Our backup bigs are still, even in a game like this, you know, yeah. we're seeing, we're seeing war. AJ Casey did not have a good game, period. Nwoko was okay, but you're still seeing the same things that he did some of those things. You mentioned bringing the ball down, you know, not being aggressive when he, he gets in position, someone draws the entire defense, they hand it off to him. You got to finish that. And it's, you know, bringing it down, taking forever to gather it and got, got him blocked against, you said Kentucky multiple times, but that wasn't the only time that's happened this year. And you still saw those wards. So at this point, like Norchad cannot play 40 minutes a game, even if he's not in foul trouble. Who, who's the, those two, because we've kind of gone back and forth, and so has Coach L. Who's getting the call first right now? If you're if you're the coach, Ooh. um, I think it's situational. I think if if you're, it depends who you're playing. I think if you're playing, like for example, you're playing against a team that maybe has more of like a stretch big or something like that. Maybe you go with Casey. Um, I think if you you know, have someone that's more back to the basket post player kind of go with Nooko. I think he's the better defender even right now. And I think he can honestly hit his biggest impact this season, I think would be on the defensive side. Offensively, all we need from him is to be able to catch the ball, not bring it down and just finish easy dunks, easy dunks. I don't really want to see his back to the basket game right now. Um, but I think it's situational and it's still so oh, yeah. early too. It's, it's, it's really, it's tough to say. Kane's cats. He, and all of our friends showed up tonight. Even Melissa um, briefly in the chat. Um, shout out to Kane's cats. Heat, of course. But what um, about you? What do you think? I think I'd go with Nwoko at this point. And, and I've been on team put AJ Casey in pretty much the whole year. I just, yeah. And, can I just say too, like I understand because I, th- I think this is like a feeling for people that listen to us and whatnot that like we're really hard on Nooko, you know, and it's like, you know, he's a freshman and whatnot. But at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, he's the backup center, right? Like right. he's going to be playing major minutes. So that's how he should be judged, in my opinion. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt. A classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow. But I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters, because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but 
If you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. So, well, Colorado is definitely a place to get the smoke, but um, <laughs> we joke there. Um, yeah, no, but again, hopefully, again, I think it's really annoying to to stay on the corner as much as possible. Give us 35 a game, and, and then it's only five minutes with these two at this point. And then hopefully, and the, and the reason I say I go into Woko is right now I don't see much separating the two of them. But I do think he's a better defender. He's definitely bigger. He gives yeah. us a little bit something else there. Um, and I, I just I, I'm disappointed that AJ Casey is playing like this in year two when he's got all this ability and just like I don't know how you I don't know what you do between now and Sunday playing Colorado that's going to get him to be aggressive. Do Do you remember like when they went on their trip to France? Yes, I do. And he was putting up like twenty. Oh, we were like, whatever. he's start. We're like, like oh, gonna... he's starting. Look at that. Yeah, get Bensley to the bench, and he's starting. It's just, yeah, no, it's been. But I, I actually, um, I, I thought at the beginning of the year he did show those improvements. That very comfortably looked like he knew his role, and that's why I was like, get him in there. He's not going to harm you. Yeah, he's going to come in there and eat minutes, which is really all we're asking for at this point. Just come in there and do no harm for whatever minutes we can't have Norchad out there. And, you know, at that time I was like, he's definitely the best guy to do that. Now I don't, I don't think so anymore. Um, I think that's probably Nwoko, but like you said, it's probably situational as well. And hopefully at some point, one of them kind of in a good way, distances, distances themselves from the other. Um, and we end up with a, uh, um, with, with someone that we're like, all right, can trust this guy to give us five to ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my F1 co-host, Evan. By the way, stop by uh, Ale House by the Falls and say hi <laughs> to Evan. He's the manager over there. Okay, this is interesting. So Kane's got a, he has a different uh, perspective on Casey. I'm curious about that. Wait, what? No, I think he's saying because he's saying he's our best rated defender. Uh, um, wait, what's crazy in Chemcon? Even oh, okay, Casey is is our best rated defender. That is that's an indictment of every single other player on this team. As well. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how they're rating an individual. Yeah, I don't know how they're rating it when the the dude is too. (laughs) Remember the Kentucky game? He literally just was like, "Norchad, switch with me," and just gave up an easy dunk. That was oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean, I mean the other thing too is (laughs) like he doesn't play a ton of minutes. So like, if guys have just missed shots on him, like, you know what I mean? Like, true, true. That's true. There's, there's like, he's on, he's someone hitting back to back buckets away on him, away from being the worst defender of the team. I think Watson might be our best defender already. Yeah. Just from the standpoint of like, I mean, he's what, six, seven, can guard ball handlers, guard wings. Definitely the most versatile. Yep. Yeah, no, we do have good defenders on this team. We just, it's this. I mean, it's the size thing that really is 
is yeah no i think we expect more for i think watson and Keyshawn are going to continue to grow as the year progresses i think it's a matter of okay whose minutes are they taking yeah when i well, i think the answer is probably at this point bensley we moved up to 38 in ken palm by oh. the way after this yeah. win i know you wanted to know about that oh yes you know how how uh how much seriously i take those crab ratings um yeah there's bill with the 38 on Kempom. there we go um, yeah i don't know that watson's gonna get the minutes to do a we'll get year two we'll go with starting and this is the problem Keyshawn and and, and what chris have well, whose minutes are you taking yeah well and it's tough too i mean that's why it's hard to find your role especially when you're playing such limited minutes you know because we play our starters so much more to kind of get in that rhythm, right? I think that's part of the reason why they've struggled, you know? Yeah, and it's also because we play, you know, we start two point guards and then we start rotating. When we do sub, it's not always, like, we'll, we'll bring Keyshawn in, but he might be playing two, he might be playing the three, he might be playing the four, you know? So they're not even when in those minutes, not even really getting consistent minutes at a certain position to carve that role out. So it, it's, yeah, it's, it's a tough, tough, Tough for them to really get consistency, but I think they'll continue to get better. I just don't know if they're going to have the minutes to really show a whole lot this year. Um, I think it's yeah. more, you know, they're, we're still projecting out a few years. In terms of Colorado, <coughs> excuse me, in terms of Colorado, I know they lost to Florida State. They um, lost to Colorado State. That was probably the best team they played. Um, and then they beat some mid majors. I know they beat Richmond. Um, who was the last team they played? They played a WCC team, I think. I think it was Pepperdine. So they haven't played like you know. Yeah, so they're they're six and two. Um, losses are to FI FSU. I mean, and Colorado State, like you said. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, they did blow out Pepperdine, Iona, closest win against Richmond. Beat Townsend, Grambling, Milwaukee. Richmond lost to FSU, uh, beat Iona, lost to Colorado State, beat Pepperdine. So I would say nothing, nothing great or nothing terrible there. Yeah, I mean Colorado State is like a solid. They'll probably, I mean, what are they ranked? What did Bryce say? Like thirteenth or so. Um, um, let me get to the latest ranking. I will say FSU is better. Yeah, thirteenth. Than what was uh what was projected for them in the ACC yeah Colorado State someone could get the ranking on them I thought they were like the team in the uh, teens uh, yeah they're 13 um 13 um, price was right yeah we go in transitive property on this <laughs> we're, we're, we're not losing to whoever the hell Kentucky's been losing to so let's not let's not transitive property that one UNC Asheville or whatever. Yeah. No, it'll I mean it'll be a no, it's Wilmington, game. but oh yeah, UNC Wilmington. There's I mean UNC Asheville is a school though too, right? Is that another um I, think you're in, I don't know. I thought Asheville is where App State is. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. But anyways, um Colorado's got a solid team, though. Okay, there is a UNC Asheville. I knew it. The Bulldogs. I knew it. 
the Bulldogs, UNC, Asheville. And then, oh, Appalachian State's in Boone. So, yeah, so that game is uh, Sunday, 2 p.m. in Brooklyn. Um, Melissa and I will be there. So, should be be a time. I mean, we'll 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 see how that that goes again. Still, just the uh, season uh, ramp up. After that, I think it's pretty much in the in the clear until conference play, right? Because we got yeah. So, are we going to do a preview before that game, or? I mean, we're not going to be able to. Oh damn! Oh, you mean a different? I mean, I guess tomorrow if you can't. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll just maybe I'll just post something on our Twitter. You know what? Just record think... the mic, send it to me. We'll get it on the audio. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean like early, early, early keys. Um, I think Norchat. It's always Norchat staying out of foul trouble. But I think what they're big, they're big. You know, he's not super mobile. He's a transfer from TCU, Eddie Lampkin. He um. I think that's their starting center. Yeah. Um, really good at using his body ceiling. I could see him kind of giving trouble to Norchad, you know, because of the physicality he plays with. Um, I guess uh, Jackson did the did the, the financial calculation on whether or not he should study and said, screw that. He's buckets. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Um, but they're all, they're pretty big too. Um, all of them looking at their lineup, Starting guards, I mean, KJ Simpson's only like 6'2", 6'3", but um, everyone else is 6'6", and above. So, so um, yeah, KJ, yeah, KJ Cody, Simpson kind of struggled against FSU, which hurt them. Yeah, Just, and, definitely. And, but he's normally a good uh, a good shooter. Him and Tristan Da Silva, you know, good three-point shooters. Tristan Da Silva and Melissa would love him, you know, kind of that stretch four, I guess. Um but yeah, and then they have Cody Williams, who I think he was a five-star recruit. Um, he was the one that I don't know if you remember. They asked him in a uh, press conference if he's if he uh, came to uh, Colorado because Dion came to Colorado, but he was already like committed like way before. Uh, so yeah, but it'll be a good game. This will be a big win. Yeah, it'll be a good win, and and it's one of those things that metrics-wise, since they're in the Pac-12, you know, hopefully it'll carry some weight. It would be the third, fourth, fourth yeah. P5, fourth P power conference win for the Canes. So. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, they're projected to do pretty well. I think Arizona's still the favorite in the Pac-12, but definitely like a top three team in the Pac-12, so tournament team. Um so it could be could be the best like non conference win on our on our schedule. Yeah, because so. Kansas State's not looking that great. I mean, well, in Kansas, and, you just don't know because like the Big Twelve is the Big Twelve. Like they're right. really good. Um, so, yeah. All right. So again, that game is um, Sunday at two p.m. from Barclays Center. It should. Start on time. I'm putting in quotes because um, the uh, um, there's a game before it, so it's 30 minutes after that ends. But that game's at 11:30, so it should be. If there's a bunch of overtimes, the game will start late. But um, 
And uh, yeah, we check out if you're not subscribed to the Six Rings Kane podcast, definitely do that. All these shows go out as audio, and if Matt does some uh, recordings, uh, it might be a little pregame audio only thing happening there. Um, but yeah, Matt, you got got anything else here other than you know what to do? No, I think we can uh, cue the socks outro. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.